fresh word with Reverend Today Amosu. Uh, welcome to Fresh Word. We're going to get to the Word of God again. Uh, we're going to be encouraged and strengthened today. I have something that is quite important to share with us today. And it's more of a reality check and bringing our feedback on the scene. You know, in the recent time, there have been a lot of easing of the lockdown and uh, we've been released to go out to do gatherings and Social lives are still being on hold, but with the, yes, it's kind of a relief that we can at least move, do our businesses, go out every day, and things like that. But I want to bring to you the reality that the virus, the coronavirus, the pandemic is still on. Uh, as of last time, I just had the news, it's about five million People are already infected in the world today, and about half a million, that's about 500,000 people have already died. So the virus is still ravaging the land. Some countries are having second wave, and they are trying to curtail it. And, you know, so there's this euphoria that the virus, uh, I mean, we cannot, we, cannot, we cannot escape and go out there, but the virus is still working. And... I don't want you to think that just because you're able to go out, that's the end of the virus and you can do things like social distancing. But so as believers, the Bible says that our faith overcomes the world. That's I want us to look at that we must not forget. We're going to look at First John 5 and remember where we are and what we are doing. Let's not have this false idea that the whole coast is clear and there's no more virus and uh, we can just do whatever we like. We have to be spiritual at this moment and follow the word of God. Remember what Jesus said about end time? He said, be watchful and pray always so that you may be able to be worthy to escape all these things and to stand before the Son of Man. So you have to be watchful. You're going to have to pray. I don't just mean only by cautioning yourself Concerning all the earth guidelines, I'm talking about spiritual guidelines and building your faith for this season. In First John 5, Bible says this in verse 4, For whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Then it says again, Who is he who overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So, overcoming the world and conquering and defeating the world, the world and all its mess there, the sickness, the disease, the trouble, the virus, our faith must be strong and steady. It takes our faith to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. This virus is a fiery dart of the evil one. This is from hell. This is from Satan. And as believers, let's take all the earth precautions. But above all, Bible says, taking the shield of faith. Let's see that one. Ephesians 6 verse 16 it says, above all, yeah, doing all your earth protocols, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you'll be able to quench all the fiery dart of the wicked one. So we're going to have to take our shield of faith and build our faith stronger to be able to go through this season unscattered and preserved and overcoming. Now, Romans 10 verse 17 says, 
So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I must confess to you that when I hear news about this virus still ravaging, you know, doubt and fear kind of come to my mind too. And the Lord had to tell me that, look here, this thing is unrelenting out there, the doubt and the fear, but faith comes by hearing. Hearing means present continuous tense. That means you keep on hearing. So that's why today I want us to keep on hearing God's promises concerning pestilence, concerning uh, plague, and we are going to go back into our Bible and systematically read through again and uh, affirm to our spirit and hear this word of God so that our faith can leap out and be the seed around us to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. That virus and all is ravaging effect. Let's go down to Psalm 91. I know some of us at the beginning of this pandemic were reading Psalm 91 almost every day. And then now we just kind of, oh, the government said we can go out now. We have to go through that again and then we can just forget it. But, but the virus still killing people out there is still ravaging the land. You see, infection is still going on. But God has given us His word. And I want us to take this word above all that we are doing. You can use your mask. You can do your washing of hands. You cannot touch your face. You can, you know, use uh, all that thing you do, sanitizer. But above all, taking the seed of faith. Above all, taking the seed of faith with which you're able to quench all the fiery dart of the wicked. The Bible says Satan goes about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he devour, but resist him steadfast in the faith. So you're going to have to get your faith up and get your faith strong. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So let's get into the word of God and go through it again. I want to ask you to listen. Don't just think you've read it before. Faith does not come by having heard. Faith comes by hearing, present, powerful, alive, listening, right now, active listening, not passive, past listening, but present, continuous listening. Let's go now, Psalm 91. I'm going to read it through, then we're going to look at it uh, line by line, God willing. It says, He who dwells in the three places of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In him I will trust. Surely shall deliver me, shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. Shall cover you with his feathers and under his wing you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. Shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand will fall at your side. And 10,000 at your right hand, but shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For shall give his angels charge over you to keep in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Shall tread upon the lion and the cobra. The young lion and the serpent shall trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. <clears throat> Excuse me. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. I, I, I love the last, last, last verse. With long life. So, he simply means I'm going to give you long life. And there is life beyond the corona. Life beyond the virus. 
And after all said and done, you will still be alive because God said, house has inside you with long life. And I want to show you is deliverance, is salvation, is escape. And that's what I want us to look at. We, we're looking at the word of God like Paul said, uh, the word of God is like a, a sword of the spirit. And so you need to take your weapon out and, and, and then look at it and, uh, and sharpen it and get it ready for action. So you're going to take this word of God and turn this promise to a, 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 a weapon. We're going to weaponize this promise. Praise God. We're going to turn it to a prophetic weapon that we can use. So let's take these promises and weaponize ourselves against the virus. Let's listen to this. He said, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. You know, this secret place, where is that place? You know, let's go to Matthew 6. Jesus was talking about something like that in Matthew 6. And I want, to, I want us to read it and, and to bless us to understand what is this secret place of the Most High. Christ was talking about prayer in Matthew 6. And, and he mentioned this. Listen to this in Matthew 6. Uh, he's talking about praying. Listen to this, verse 5. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrite. For the Lord to pray, standing in the synagogue and in the corners of the street, that they may be seen by men. Verse 6 says, But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father, who is in the secret place. And your Father, who sees in secret, will reward you openly. Your Father, who is in the secret place. Oh, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. Your Father, who is in the secret place. So, he said, when you pray, go into your closet. Go into your secret place. So when you go into your closet, when you pray, you are coming to dwell in that secret place. No wonder Jesus said, you be watchful and pray always that you may be worthy to escape all these things. So our prayer life helps us to access the Lord's secret place. He said, go into your closet, close your door, and then you will meet your father who is in the secret place and he who sees in the secret will reward you openly. It's also called the hidden and we can only reach that secret place through our spirit because our spirit is the secret is the hidden man according to First Peter 3 verse 4 let it be the hidden man of the earth the secret man of the earth so through your spirit you can reach God's secret place praise God and that's by praying by talking to you. So let's maintain a vibrant prayer life and keep connecting with Christ. Christ is that place where we meet the Father. Because if any man is in Christ, the Father is in Christ and we are also in Christ. So Christ is our place of secret with the Lord. And let's go meet him. Every time we turn to the Lord in prayer, we are meeting him and we are taking our time to live in that secret place. Then he said, we will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Notice Psalm 91. Everything, Psalm 91, is contingent upon that verse 1. The condition to all the promise, all the benefit of Psalm 91 is on living and dwelling in the Lord's secret place. Then the shadow can cover us. The shadow is the region of influence of the Lord. If you don't go to the secret place and we live only our lives in the open, just to be seen by men, we are living for the appearance of men. We're going to have to shift from appearance of men and just living horizontally alone and begin to go on the inside with our Father and spend time with Him, then we shall be safe in this season. 
Then he says something, verse 2, he said, I will say of the Lord, is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him I will trust. Now, you first of all dwell by approaching God in a secret place through praying. Then he says something that's interesting. He said, I will say of the Lord, is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. He said, your mouth is important right now. If you are going to keep escaping all this trouble, the pandemic in the world, you have to keep on saying, the Lord is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him I will trust. Remember, Jesus said something, he said, he that confesses me before men, I'll confess him before my father. He that denies me before men, I will deny him before my father. So you have to confess him as your refuge and your fortress at this moment. You have to keep on saying that. Don't stop saying that. Now, of course, you don't have the virus. Of course, you are not sick. But the Lord is your keeper. And he that keeps Israel never sleep nor slumber. So I want you to hold on to that and don't forget that. that that's important. That, that is the key to that uh, whole Psalm 91 benefit. So dwell in the Lord's secret place and second, begin to say, in fact, stop right now and say, God is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him, I do trust. Now, close your eyes and tell God, Lord, my Father, you are my refuge and my fortress. You are my God and I trust in you in this season. I trust you to take care of me, to watch over me and my family and preserve my life and to keep me and to watch over me and to minister to me all through this moment so I can live a life of victory all through in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's, let's look at the portions of the prep of the promises and the benefit that's going to be yours as we go through Psalm 91. It says, surely it shall deliver you from the snare or the trap of the fowler. You know, the fowler were those days bird catchers. They would put up a trap on the ground and the birds would just fly into them to pick the food and here they go. So he said, the Lord will, he said, he shall deliver you from the snare, the trap. So this virus, Satan has traps, sickness, disease around us. And he said, surely he shall deliver you from the trap. And from the perilous pestilence. I love what King James said, noisome. You see, this virus is very noisy. It's everywhere. The noise people are, the news people are picking, I said the noise, the news people are picking it all the time. They're making noise about it on social media, on mass media, the print media. Everywhere there's noise about it. WHO everybody's making noise. Nations are making noise about it. I mean, governments are meeting every day. They have, they have daily, weekly briefings over this pestilence. And they say, it will surely deliver you from the noisome, from the perilous, from the dangerous pestilence. Pestilence there means highly contagious infectious disease that spread widely and far. So this is a global epidemic which we call pandemic. So he said, they will, look look at verse 4. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wing you shall take refuge. God's wings stand for his protection and he will cover you. We can't see the virus. It's invisible. So also the wings of God are also invisible and he can take care of us and put up a shield around us. Now let's go to, he said, his truth shall be your shield and buckler. Wow. Jesus said, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. He said, that word shall be your shield. So the more of the word you are putting to your spirit, don't, 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 don't forsake your Bible now. Don't neglect your Bible reading. Every time you go to the Bible and accept the truth on the pages there, you are 
making shield available to you. And then it becomes your buckler and your strength. Praise God. You know, buckler is also another kind of shield to take out of small, small things. The bigger shield and the smaller shield. And he said, the word of God, the truth of God, his faithful promises will be your shield. Praise the Lord. Now, he now asks you to do something that is important. Verse 5 says, you shall not be afraid. You shall not be afraid. So fear has to be put out. You know, you, you hear all kinds of things of people that you know that are having the virus, things going on that are taking place. The health workers, if you're, if you're a health worker right now, you are in the hospital, in the, in the battle line, the front line every day when you go to work. And maybe you are at home, you are living in a city that is the epi, you know, maybe epicenter, whatever, 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 whatever you are. Maybe you have somebody, loved ones, or somebody close or something. You know, but the virus, what do you do? Say, don't be afraid. And he gave us four things we should not be afraid of in this season. He said, don't be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the hour that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the disorder, disorder that lays waste at noonday. So he mentioned four things. Arrow, he mentioned terror first, arrow, pestilence, and destruction. Mm. He said, don't be afraid of terror in the night. Don't be afraid of arrow in the day. Don't be afraid of pestilence, the plague, the virus that walks in the dark. You can see it. And don't be afraid of destruction. That means destroying the body. Don't be terrified in the night. And don't let the arrow of words and reports during the day grab you out of faith. And don't let the virus, the pestilence itself terrify you. He said, don't be afraid of them. Don't be afraid, don't be afraid, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. But he, he tells you that though your fear is not because we are going to be safe all around the whole world. He said, look at verse 7. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand shall not come near you. You know, this verse is kind of meaningful to me today. I remember at the beginning of this pandemic thing when there were only about 2,000, 10,000, 20,000. You know, maybe around 2,000. We are thinking, oh, not just only. Now we are, the Bible says, 1,000 and 10,000. We are having hundreds of thousands now. But it said, they fall at your side and at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. You see, when things begin to spread, people start getting more afraid and thinking that it's going to be that turn next. But God is telling you, I said, don't be afraid and it will not come near you. He said, you shall not be afraid and a thousand will fall and ten thousand will not come near you. He said, only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. You know, that's the devil at work in the world today. Let's move a step further. I love this. Verse 9 says, because you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you or shall any plague come near your dwelling. So it begins to give us the reason why the plague will not come near us. Not because we are Christians and we are in Africa. We are going to escape all this trouble. Maybe because we are in Europe, we have healthcare, good healthcare system. You know, I mean, you know, he said, because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the most high your dwelling place. That means you settle down in God at this moment. You dwell in God. You make God your dwelling place. And he said, therefore, no evil shall befall you. No, any plague. Plague is an old word for epidemics or for highly contagious, infectious disease like virus. 
They will not come near your dwelling. They will not they will come near, they will come near your dwelling. I mean, if you dwell in God, if you make God your dwelling place, the plague will not come near your dwelling. That means your home front will be safe. Praise God. Remember, during the pandemic lockdown, they said, go to your houses, assuming that your house is safe. Now, your own, your house can only be safe when the Lord is your house and your dwelling place. Praise God. Now, why will your house be safe? And why, why will the plague not come near your dwelling? Verse 11 says, For the Lord shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tear upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent. You shall trample on that foot. Now, you see, this is interesting here. This verses began to give us the the, the, the inside work of this virus. Now this virus is what you see in the physical is more than that, the spiritual part of it, which are the cobras, the snakes, the speaking of the devil. The devil is one on rampage in this thing. This devil is at work. It's one who comes to steal, to kill and to destroy. So it's at work. But he said, God has also put his angels charge over you. They can take care of the spiritual aspect of this disease and help us through his angels are watching over you and they are keeping you, you not dash your foot, you not stumble and you not be hit by this virus. So we are making God our dwelling place. Now, let's start rounding up this. Now, as Psalm was rounding up, he said this, he's not giving because, because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. God himself is talking there now. I'll set him on high because he has known my name. Look at that. He said, because he has set his love upon me, Jesus says, if any man love me, he will keep my word. So if you are loving the Lord, that means you are keeping and treasuring and following his word. You are busy learning, growing like Martha and Mary. Remember, Mary was in the word of God. Martha was busy with many, many things. So if you are like Mary over here, I said, because you have set your love upon me, I will deliver you. God is giving the therefore, because therefore. So if you keep on loving the Lord, if you don't love the Lord, you, you are not guaranteed his deliverance. So love the Lord. Practice his word. Jesus said, blessed is the man who hears my word and keeps it. So let's learn the word of God. Let's keep on growing. Let's keep on finding the word of God and keep on passing the word of God. Like helping the poor, like giving, like strengthening, like praying, like reading our Bible, like doing what God is asking us to do. He said, because he has set love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. That means I'm going to put him beyond where the virus can reach and I'll take care of you. Praise God. And he said this again, I love, I love verse 15. He said, call upon me and I will answer him. I'll be with him in trouble and I will deliver him and honor him. I, I love this set of promises. He said, call first and second, I will answer him. Third, I'll be with him in trouble. Fourth, I will deliver him. And five, honor him. This handful, five fingers. He said, you can call. You shall call. And he said, number two, I will answer you. And he said, I'll be with you in trouble. Right now, he's with us in this trouble, the pandemic. So I will deliver you, and I will honor you. I will bless you. I will increase you. I will lift you up. I will make you greater, even in this rough time. Like Joseph was made greater and honored, even in the time of famine in the land of Egypt. And finally, he said, "We long life." So let's look beyond this virus to a longer life, satisfying life from the hands of God. Satisfying long life is our portion in Christ Jesus. I believe you have been blessed today. Don't forget, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Can I advise you to do something? I would like you to read the Psalm 91 regularly, probably weekly, 
you can make it daily, maybe weekly. Find time to read Psalm 91. And then, once in a while, if you are feeling so down and so tired and so afraid and doubtful, go back to this podcast again and listen to it again. Mark it as a favorite at this time. Let's put our faith on. Remember, Paul said, chapter 6, verse 16, book of Ephesians, above all, taking the seed of faith, we are able to quench all the fiery dart of the wicked. Your faith will save you. Christ told that woman of the issue of blood, your faith has made you whole and your faith is going to make you whole all through this moment, through this season. In Jesus' name, thank you for listening.